This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle. <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 49, I believe, of Ghost of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast i am your host phil sams thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to check this out now in today's episode we are going to dive down the rabbit hole just a little bit and kind of possibly come up with some you know explanations for the paranormal and that is what we're going to get into so let's just go ahead and jump into it ghost in the night with phil sams All right, the paranormal is a very complex thing. That's why it's paranormal. We don't understand what the hell's going on. We are guessing at, at best we're guessing. And the re, everybody has a theory, everybody has an explanation, but nobody really knows what the fuck is going on. And that is something I want to talk about. Now, a little while ago on Twitter, if you're not following me on Twitter, by all means, please follow me on Twitter. I'd love to interact with you on that platform. And you can do that at night underscore ghost. But anyway, let me. Not too long ago, I posted something on Twitter that, you know, just every now and then I have some random thoughts and I just kind of post something about time slips and could this possibly be the reasoning behind some of these paranormal activities that I've encountered or anybody that lives in what they believe to be a haunted location is encountering. So, and I posed this question, I got a lot of feedback on it and my thought process is it was, you know, we are encountering something when we're investigating or when we are living in these homes or in a location that has reported activity or we experience things that we just can't explain and we attribute those to the paranormal. Now, there is a concept of time slips, which basically just my what I, my take on time slip time slips is basically just you know I've heard stories of people walking down the street and you know minding their own business, you know tutti fruiting around, and all of a sudden they kind of they're in the same place, but it appears to be a different time. So that would, in my thought process, would come to some kind of understanding that maybe there are, might be something to these 
multiple dimensions, multiple realities, whatever you, however you want to view it. There, I'm sure time slip is really a movie thing, you know, about time travel and such. But I'm kind of just using that verbiage just to kind of get my point across. I think, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. But time slips, what I'm, or multi-dimensional theories or anything, you're experiencing something, you mind your own business and all of a sudden you're experiencing something that, you know, is kind of weird and you're not accustomed to it and you're kind of drawing a blanket what it really the fuck is. So this could be what we're experiencing. I mean, it's probably not to the fact, not as bad or as, what's the word I'm looking for, um, severe as you're walking down the street, and next thing you know, it's 2019, the next thing you know, you're, say, 1950, and, you know, old cars are driving by you, people, you know, you got some funky-ass hairdos and weird clothes, skirts down to their ankles, and everybody's wearing a suit and tie. It might not be that, but it just could be that, there are thin spots in these dimensions or in this time continuum or whatever. I'm not a scientist. Hell, I don't have time. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But there's something to it when you experience, hear a disembodied voice or hear a knock or see an aberration walk by or cross through a window or something. Maybe you're getting a window into this other time or other dimensions. And really what brought the time slip theory to my brain or this reasoning for time slip is like things like cryptids, like Bigfoot. There's a million different explanations for Bigfoot, why we haven't, we don't encounter them more or if they are real. I'm not saying they are, they aren't. I have no clue. I've never seen one, which I covered in a previous episode. But maybe some people believe that Bigfoot might be a dimension traveler or can be able to jump dimensions. That's why, you know, footprints have been reported to just suddenly stop. Or one minute you're seeing, you're actually looking at it, and the next minute you're not. They have the ability to actually jump to dimensions, or we're just getting a view of that dimension that this creature actually exists in. So, I mean, that could be a possibility. I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. You are more than welcome to hit me up and give me your thoughts on it. You can do that, like I said, via Twitter, which I mentioned earlier, at night underscore ghost. Facebook, I'm there at Ghost in the Night Podcast. At GITN Podcast at gmail.com. That is, you know, let me know what you think. This is all, you know, I'm just throwing this shit out there because... If anybody says they know with 100% certainty what the hell's going on, come closer. Let me let me tell you. You're full of shit. You don't know. We are taking a guess. Sometimes it's an edu- educated guess. Sometimes it's not. So nobody has the answers. Science hasn't even really touched it yet. And I talked about this in a couple episodes ago where, you know, I do believe science is kind of maybe funneling the paranormal down and maybe someday we'll we'll have an answer for some of these experiences but that nobody has the answers in my opinion and that is what I want to stress to everybody listening to this podcast or if you're watching on YouTube you know that is what I want to stress nobody has the answers I don't claim to have all the answers 
I've said it a million freaking times and I will continue saying it a million freaking times. I don't know. That's what drives me. That's what makes it so fascinating for me. It's not being scared or, you know, walking to a situation that might be a little dangerous or what I might perceive as a little dangerous. No, it's the question of, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And that is what drives me. That's what I'm searching for. Now, I'm fully aware that I'll never have the answers probably in my lifetime. But I'm okay with that. The journey is much better than the finish. So that is what drives me. But anyway, getting back to, I'm getting off topic. I'm rambling a bit, but I hope you don't mind. That is what really drives me. And so when thinking about cryptids, you know, and these time slips, and maybe we're viewing those, getting a view into another dimension where that creature actually exists. Or, and if you put look at time slips, like some of these other cryptids, like, you know, the Native American Thunderbird, which, let's be honest, resembles or is described, it sounds a lot like a pterodactyl. And these things have been reported to be seen throughout the world. And maybe it's just a time slip where you're looking at a certain area or you're in a certain frame of mind and all of a sudden you're getting a snapshot of prehistoric days and you see a pterodactyl you know fly by that would explain a lot that is really a great way to explain this the phenomenon for the fact we don't see them all the time and if you think there's a big ass freaking bird flying around it it'd be reported a lot more but there has to be an explanation for it it can't all be just crazy cuckoo people, you know, making shit up. No, there has to be an explanation for what these people are seeing, what these people are experiencing, what I've experienced in the paranormal field while doing investigation. There has to be a reason for it, and that is what I'm looking for. From my experience in my 46 years on this planet, you know, I've there's always... You know, the truth is always very gray. There's one side of the story and another side of the story. And the truth lies somewhere in the middle. So I am, I can say with a fair amount of certainty that there is some truth to all of these sightings, all of these reports. Not everybody's making it up. It might not be as extreme as what they've reported, but there is some kind of truth. All of these urban legends are based, there's probably some factual parts of it that we need to look at and study and try to investigate when it comes to all this stuff that we're dealing with the paranormal. And the paranormal is much more than just spirits. I know, you know, the Travel Channel wants you to think it's just ghosts and demons and all that shit. But no, the paranormal is UFO sightings, is anything we don't truly understand. So all of these reports and all these encounters have to have some base in some truth. Now, I don't know. That is what we need to work on. That is what we need to research. That is what we need to try to accomplish is filtering out all the bullshit and getting to the nitty gritty and trying to find out what the fuck is going on. And time slips is my way of or multidimensional viewing or whatever is 
really starting to creep into my mind because I'm trying to find answers. I'm trying to come up with a hypothesis of what is going on. Because I've said it before, I'm not sure when you're going on a paranormal investigation if you, what you're, that knock you hear, that bang, or that disembodied voice, or that EVP is really a spirit. One thing I'm fairly confident when I, I can say fair, with a fair amount of confidence is that it's all based in energy. We are energy. The world, the universe is full of energy, and that is what drives it. That's what makes up everything. And all of these things that we, paranormal experiences that we have are based on energy. Energy can be manipulated and energy can be affected. And that is why, you know, maybe, you know, the different energies create some sort of, for lack of a better word, portal or like a thin spot. And we are seeing in getting a view or a window into another dimension or the other realm, however you want to look at it. That is one way of looking at it. So I, these are my working theories. I have multiple theories and I'm okay with that. And you should be asking the same questions. If you're listening to this podcast, you are definitely interested in the paranormal and you can't have a frame of references where it's just, it is a dead spirit trying to communicate with me, or it is a demon. And you know my thoughts on demons. I'm not buying that bullshit either. Because demons is based on religion, and religion can get funky sometimes. Religious Religion has a bias. It is trying to affect our way of thinking. But, you know, don't, all you religious fanatics don't get on me, you know, because I do believe in God. I do believe in a higher power that created the universe, or heavens and the earth, however you want to word it but do i buy everything that the thousands of religions say and take it as gospel no there's like anything else like i just said there's version there is you have to look at it all and kind to and kind of filter it and find the truth in all the fog so i don't demons probably aren't exactly what the bible or whatever your religious text says it is there is, it's just might be a darker fucking energy. And that's my point. We don't know. We don't have the answers. We are actually morons when it comes to this kind of stuff because we don't know. And you have to keep an open mind and kind of think about things differently. And that is what I'm trying to do with some of these theories that I'm proposing. Or not, I wouldn't say proposing, but I'm just throwing out there and seeing what they catch. I'm, like I said, I've always opened to your opinion and whatever. So let me get back to time slips. You know, that could be an explanation for some of these cryptic sightings, the, all these weird and strange monsters that people seem to see and have experiences with. Now, a lot of it can be boiled down to misidentification because, you know, a bear with mange can look a lot like a freaking werewolf or a coyote with mange or some kind of animal with mange can it does not look anything like what they're supposed to look like or what we're supposed to think they look like or know they know them to look like but for those cases that aren't miss not all of them can be misidentification these people have to be seeing something they they truly believe that they're seeing something so maybe what they are seeing is 
a view into another dimension where these creatures actually exist and or another time when these things might have existed like bigfoot i talked about this in the bigfoot episode i did early on you know there was a, a giant ape out there that existed that was eight foot or eight foot plus Gigantopithecus, 100, 200,000 years ago, whatever the date was. And there is a possibility that we have crossed paths with them in our distant past. But maybe that is what we're kind of, if we're out in the woods and we see Bigfoot, maybe we are just seeing a snapshot of a path, of the past, of the far past, or whatever. That has to be thought of and kind of thrown into the mix and see what we get. And it's probably worthy of somebody who is much smarter than me to actually do some research and seeing if that's a possibility. I don't know. I'm just throwing this shit up on the wall and see if it sticks. I'm looking for reasonings for all of these experiences when it comes to the paranormal. So that is really something that I'm working on. It's not, it's a working, all these are working theories. But I do believe that there is something to dimensions and parallel universes or whatever. That would explain a lot with the paranormal, just for the mere fact of maybe, you know, a disembodied voice is something that is just, like I've said before, I believe I've said this several times in the past, but a bleed through from another parallel universe or a different dimension, you know, because I, I forget, I should have wrote this down, but I was listening to a podcast, which I, what podcast, I listen to so many sometimes, I kind of get them confused, but somebody was, who was being interviewed was talking about Ghost Hunters, which is coming back with Grant. They were doing an, an investigation in their kind of, uh, some of their evidence, it almost sounded like they were got at some EVPs and it almost sounded like it was like, I'm just paraphrasing, just so you kind of get the idea of what I'm, the picture I'm trying to paint here, is it almost like whatever was speaking to them through the recorders was actually asking questions, almost like it was ghost hunters from a different dimension. You know, who are, I think, I think they said, don't hold me to this, but they were saying, who is this? Who's talking right now? Or that kind of, that kind of shit. Maybe that's what we're getting we are hearing them and they are hearing us and it's just parallel universes you know kind of thin spots and they're bleeding through and that might be a reason for cold spots or how you've been walking through a building and just gotten a cold chill and there was no draft maybe it's because we are kind of interacting or our bodies or our energies are kind of crossing with other energies and bodies from different unit or different planes essentially and when those when we walk into something from a different plane we don't see it we don't know we're it's not in our reality and also that's how our body reacts because our body is full of sensors and you know when two things collide there or two things join together or pass through each other, there has to be a reaction and that might be what it is. I haven't done a super large amount of research on it, but it's just one of those things that kind of makes me wonder and 
I, you know, I wanted to throw this out to you. Please send me an email at gitmpodcast at gmail.com and let me know your thoughts on it, your theories. If you have, or you think you have a freaking answer to it, let me know. I mean, it's just one of those things. There has to be a reason, a reasoning for all of this activity that people are reporting. It just can't be a mass hysteria where it's popular on television now, so everybody's having a paranormal experience. It just can't be that freaking simple. I mean, it's. I'm always open to the fact that our brain has a role, in, or I should say plays a large role in the paranormal because our brains can trick us. Our brains can make us see things that aren't really there. Our brains can make us put patterns to things that have no pattern or just that are random. We kind of see the patterns in randomness. That comes out a little fucking better, I think. You get the point. But what do you think? Why? People can't be crazy. I'm not crazy. And I've had multiple paranormal experiences. There's been, like I've said a million times, I've lived in haunted homes. I've had experiences in haunted homes. I've had experiences on investigations that I can't explain. It can't be because I'm freaking crazy or I'm delusional. I'm pretty rational, but I'm not crazy. I've experienced it with other people. We all can't be jacked up crazy. No, there is something to it. We just don't know what it is. We attribute it to ghosts or goblins or the uh, thought of being or just wanting to be scared and things that go bump in the night. We attribute it to those things, but it might not be. It might just be as simple as there are multiple dimensions and we can just see them from time to time or certain places are just kind of a place where it all comes together and that is what we are experiencing. Or it could just be a time slip. Like time, People talk about residual hauntings. Residual, if I could speak clearly, is just, it's been said that it's like a video recording or a film or whatever. It just keeps playing back over and over and over again. That could just be what I say is a time slip, and we are getting a view into the past in at that particular location or that particular time or whatever. All the things come together in just the right way, and you can actually get a view into the distant past or the recent past or distant past, however distant past, however you want to word it. Like say. There's, what was it, paranormal column tape or whatever. There was something at Gettysburg where it looked like a soldier was walking around one of the old, I believe it was like an old cannon they had on display on the side of a road or something. I don't know. Maybe that isn't, or that's a residual haunting if it's 100%, you know, legit. It's not faked. That would be a classic residual haunting. So when... We see that it's not really just a replay. It is actually we're viewing the past. We're actually not viewing a replay. We are viewing the actual time where that person, when he was alive, 
actually did that or walked around something or walked by or whatever. It's not that he's a ghost. That person might be alive in his time frame or his timeline and actually be doing it. And the way we perceive it, it has that ghostly look and that is what it is. So I don't know. That is the beauty of the paranormal. That's why it's so fascinating. And I think that's why it holds so much attention to people or holds so holds people people's attention so much if i could freaking talk we'd be we'd be rolling here but that is something that i think we all need to think about we got to keep our open we got to keep our minds open none of us have all the answers science doesn't have all the answers zach baggins doesn't have all the answers i don't have all the answers we are just floating around here in the dark trying to shed light to something that we absolutely know nothing about. And there's another concept that I am going to dive a little bit deeper in, but I'll kind of mention it here. And that is the thought that our brains are much more powerful than what we... We know we don't use a lot of our brains, and we have more abilities than what we know we have or... Not everybody is in tune with their, for lack of better word, psychic abilities or their brains. It's kind of hard to explain, but there's another type of haunting that, or another explanation for hauntings, and it's like a poltergeist haunting. A poltergeist, people just think a poltergeist haunting is just things being thrown and whatever, or actual manipulation of objects in the world to being moved or thrown or that kind of activity. And generally, it's thought of the general, but really what it is, it's when you talk about poltergeist activity, it's somebody in that home is causing that poltergeist activity. Their subconscious mind, their subconscious energy or whatever is actually causing that. And it is said a lot of times it happens in girls who, you know, might be going through puberty at coming to that age where hormones are ramping up and their bodies and minds are just flipping out essentially and they are producing energy that causes this poltergeist activity now i don't is that 100 percent factual i don't know it's a theory out there but with that being said that might be what paranormal activity truly is or one facet of paranormal activity it doesn't necessarily explain intelligent hauntings per se but it it could but we as humans have energy and our energy actually our subconscious mind actually projects that energy into our surroundings and that could be what might be causing that disembodied voice or causing that door to slam or causing you know a knock or a footstep and it could even project an aberration. And our minds and energy is doing this, and we have no fucking idea that we're doing it. We don't understand it. It just happens. And so I don't, that is, like I said, that's the beauty of this. I don't know. I'm going to research that a little bit more, and I might devote just a whole episode to that and see where it goes. You know, I'll jump down that rabbit hole, but that is a possibility, you know, so we need to look at all the questions, just not 
narrowed down everything to just everything's a ghost or everything's there's 100% rational reason for everything because there's not. That is the point I want to stress. There is not a 100% reason for everything. We, or we don't know the 100% reason for everything is a much better way of saying that. We are searching for that answer, and nobody has the well, nobody has the answer. We're just coming up with theories and hoping hoping we might be right. But that's what it's all about. That's what science is about. Somebody comes up with the theory, and then they test it and prove it, and voila, we have a scientific theory, or whatever it's called. Once again, I'm not a scientist. Don't claim to be. But that is what we we have to stay out. We have to stay doing. We have to go to the woods looking for these cryptids. And we have to sit in dark rooms and talk to ourselves and try to interact and try to conjure up these experiences. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Like I said, um, before we get out of here, I do want to throw a shout out to Podcoin. Podcoin is a podcast player that I solely listen to now. And what is freaking awesome about it is it's a podcast player that actually pays you to listen to podcasts. So if you listen to a lot of podcasts like me, you might as well get something out of it. And what they do is for you listen, the longer you listen, the more PodCoin you will actually earn. And you can redeem those PodCoins for gift cards, things such as Amazon, Starbucks, Target, or you can donate it to charity. What? Ever you want to do, but the longer you listen, the more you accumulate and the more you can get or the more you can donate. So head on over to Podcoin, open up an account. You can get it whichever type of phone you have at any app store. If you have an Android, head on over there and get it. If you have an Apple, head on over to the uh, app store there. They're in both. Create an account. Use the Word ghost when you set up your account, and they should give you 300 Podcoin just to start up and sign up. So head on over there and give Ghost of the Night a try at Podcoin. And we are also an affiliate of the Ghost Stop. So if you need some new paranormal equipment, I know I have a lot of followers on Twitter that are paranormal investigators. And so naturally, most of my listeners are probably paranormal investigators. You need a new digital recorder. You need new IR lights, you need a new IR camera. There'll be a link in the show notes of this page at ghostinthenightpodcast.com. There's on the homepage or it'll be on the show notes of this page. Click that link. I'll get a little piece of the pie on that. What else we got going on here? I'm trying to think. I'm losing my freaking mind. Um, We, oh, Patreon. Now, I've been talking about Patreon in the past two episodes. I am getting it up and running. It is actually up, and I'm doing Patreon a little ass backwards than most people want or most people think they should do it. I, Like I said last week, I want the podcast to be 100% free. I don't want you to have to pay to listen to this episode whatsoever. So basically what I've done, I throw it all up on Patreon, and if you want to donate $2 to the calls, to help me produce this podcast, I would greatly appreciate you. you are awesome, and that would be awesome to interact with you that way. Now, I do have two tiers, 2 and $5. Now, $2 is 
basically gets you everything you want, which is free anyway. Or I will put some Patreon-only videos up of actual investigations that I don't put on YouTube. It's more raw footage, probably, but I'll probably produce a little, cut, kind of cut some, off, cut some up into smaller pieces, but I'll put some raw footage up. I'm planning on doing some live interacting or live recording at some point here soon. If you join the $5 tier, you'll get that, and you can actually interact with us there, because I don't do a lot of live stuff on YouTube. So that, I want to save that for the Patreon, Patreons, whatever, Patreons, Patrons of Patreon, say that 10 times fucking fast. Join that for about $5, you also get a sticker, but it's a great way to help support the podcast. If you like what I do here, if you like what I have to say, or if you think I'm an idiot, give $2, even better. But be sure to reach out, let me know what you think of the podcast, leave us a review, Leave us a star ranking or whatever the frick it is on iTunes. Um, Subscribe to the podcast however you take in the podcast, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or like I said, I hope you give PodCoin a try. I love it. I use it all. That's the only thing I listen to, the way I listen to podcasts now. But be sure to subscribe, review, and also, don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification. I'll tell you when I post a new episode of the podcast in video form, which is always about a day or so later after the release date on Thursday, or Friday, I should say. Saturday, generally, I, by Saturday, I get the uh, videos out. Um, please subscribe to that. Let's get those subscription numbers up. Comment. I love to hear from you in the comment section. I try to respond to everybody. Even on Twitter, you know, I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. I mean, that is probably the most active social media account I have because I'm only one man and I don't have that much time. I hopefully should have some interesting interviews coming up. I'm kind of getting back on track now with, it's been kind of hectic with the move. I recently moved to a new home and so with the move and everything, I'm, it's been hectic around here and trying to get everything together. I'm still working on building an actual studio for record the podcast in like I had at the old place, but it's coming together. We're going to get things rolling. Things will get better. I'll get more. I kind of had to slack off a little bit on punctuality of the podcast. I know last week, I think it was came out on a Saturday or whatever, or a couple of weeks ago, it came out on a Saturday, I don't know exactly when this is going to be released, but I'm trying to keep it on Friday, but things are starting to come together, it's starting to calm down here a little bit, so I should be more accurate with the release date, um, but also, like I said, follow us on Twitter, you will, I give updates, if I'm running late, I'm going to say, hey, I'm running late, so it'll be Saturday or whatever. That is the best way to stay informed of the podcast. And I love to interact with you guys on Twitter. And if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, I'll leave a comment. I will definitely get back with you or comment back, you know, as much as I can. I can't promise I'll always do that if we get more subscribers on that, but I will do my best. But reach out and let me know what you think. 
Like I said, send me an email at gitnpodcast at gmail.com. Visit the website, ghostinthenightpodcast.com. You can catch all the previous episodes there, or you can do it on Patreon. However you want to do it, just check out the past episodes if you're new to the podcast. And if you have been listening from the beginning, you are awesome. I can't express how much gratitude I have for all of you. Thank you so much. And I think I'm done rambling. Let's see. Mm, yeah, nothing else. So until next week, take care, everybody. Fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.